Welcome everyone to another episode of Fred Speaks. I pray this podcast finds you in the best of health and spirits. And uh, as normal, we want to get into either a, a phrase, a quote, or a scripture. And in this podcast, we're, we're going to uh, reference a a passage in the Bible that many of you pro- are probably familiar with, and it is the passage related to uh, the prodigal son. But our topic for today, and we're we're just going to kind of intertwine it today uh, with our uh, phrase and or quote or scripture. We're going to kind of intertwine that today all together. So, but our our topic today is love for self versus love for God. And the passage that we want to reference is uh, the passage related to the prodigal son. And uh, many of you are probably familiar with this passage as, you know, the, the father had two sons. And the the youngest of the two sons uh, basically got to a point where he was tired of basically living according to the father's rules. And he basically got to a point where he wanted to, the father to give him uh, his inheritance of what was uh, what he felt was due to him. And he basically wanted to go and live his live his life. And I was thinking about this that, you know, so many times, you know, I remember growing up, you know, in my parents' uh, home and how that I just had this thing that I can't wait till I get a certain age. You know, I just want, I want to be out of here. I, when I turn 18, I'm gone. And I, I just want to get as far, far as far away as possible because I'm, I'm just so tired of the rules and, you know, I'm tired of, you know, going to church and just, I'm, I'm just tired. I, you know, I'm just tired of everything. I just want to get away and go as far as I can, you know, away from the rules and, you know, hearing my parents' voice. And everything, and I and I know some of you probably have been through this, or some may even be going through this if you are a young adult, of where you know you're just tired of the rules and you just basically want to do your thing and live your life. And I I was in a place like that where I just I was so tired, and I I uh, went from one state to another because my thing was I just want to get a, as far away from them as as possible in their rules. Not that I didn't love them. I loved them, but I was just, I was just tired of the rules and, you know, having to be in at a certain time and, you know, and just, you know, everything just being so, so strict. And, and so I just wanted to, to get away. And so, but here, this son, he basically, uh, the prodigal son, he, he just wanted 
what belonged to him or what he what he felt belonged to him. Um, and the thing about it, you know, you can leave. So, for example, if you're a or someone that is loving, that is kind, respectful, and you can leave the house one way, but when you get out and you get away, um, you know, if you're not careful, you can lose all of that. And 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 I'm not and I'm not saying like uh, where it's totally gone, but what I'm saying is it's like you basically uh, lay down your teachings and the way that you have been raised and you, because you want to live a different life. And that's the way, the way this prodigal son got, it was like, I, I just want to have a good time. I just want to enjoy myself. I don't want to be restricted to anything. I just want to live a wild, carefree life. Without anybody being in my ear telling me what I can or cannot do. And so he basically laid down all his teachings. And and that's what happens. It's like you can be just like in a car. You can be you can have the car can be full of gas. But the more you drive. The further distance you go away from your home. uh, The more gas you burn the more fuel that you use. And if you can't get back or get to a gas uh, station, uh, then you're going to run out of gas. And that's kind of way this prodigal son was. He just he was just going and, li- and doing, living a, a, riot, a riotous life. And he eventually ran out of everything. He ran out of everything the father had given him and so much, not just material things, but he ran out of that um, stance of who he was and, and how he was raised. He, he basically got to a point where he had didn't have the energy, the strength to even stand up for the things that uh, he you know, believed or, or how he was raised, he no longer was even upholding that. So he basically, basically ran out of the, the strength, the energy to be who he was. And so he got to a place where, you know, he, you know, had, he had friends and everything starting out, but he got to a place where when he ran out of everything, that he no longer had any friends. He got to the place where he was about to eat the slop or whatever with with the hogs. He didn't even have anything to eat. And that and that's how when you start to get away from uh your teachings and everything that that you you find yourself you'll get down to uh, where you don't even have, you lose your dignity and you'll find yourself doing any and everything because you've lost that, that, that dignity, that, that, that standard of, of how you was raised. And 
so he here he is he's in this place where he's down to nothing he's down to nothing he and he's about to eat uh with the with the hogs and he remembers his father he remembers how things were in his father's house at that moment it didn't matter about the rules or anything like that all he knew was in my father's house you know i wouldn't have to be in a situation like this you know my father would be there for me my father would take care of me and then on on the other side of this the father uh the whole time while the son was gone, the father was always mindful of him. And I think sometimes, you know, when it comes to God, you know, sometimes we will leave him, his teachings, his principles and uh, his ways. And we we get out and we find ourselves in so many bad situations, uh, you know, places where we're just continuously being hurt, being disappointed. And even in those situations, God is still mindful of us. And that's how this father was. His father, uh, the prodigal son's father, uh, yet had him in mind, yet praying for him, yet uh, looking forward to the day that he would see him come back. And so here, here he is, he's down to nothing and about to eat with the hogs. And he realizes that, you know, I just want to go home. I got to get up from here and I want to go home. I want to, you know, go back to my father, just let him know I'm sorry. So he had a repentant heart. His heart was broken. His spirit was broken. He 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 didn't. It didn't matter. Um, even if the father would accept him back as a son, he just he was in a place where, you know, I know even my father's the servants. They're living a better life than I am. And he's just, I just want to be in the house, even if I have to come back as a hired servant. But I just want to be in my father's house. And so as he was going headed home, it's something about the father. The father feels the son. He didn't go after the son, but he knew that with time, an experience that 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 the son would come home because of what he invested and put in the son he was hopeful that he would come home and when he one day he was standing out and he he saw the son coming and he was so happy that his son was coming home that he basically his arms were wide open and I know some would be like why would he do that 
you know, with his son, the son left him, but his love for the son was so great that it didn't matter. Even though the son wanted to come back as a hired servant, the father wasn't even trying to hear that. The father wanted him, he wanted to restore him and welcome him back as his son. He said, uh, you know, my son that was dead is now alive. My son that was lost is now, he's now found. And so he was just so happy that his son was coming home. And I was thinking in regards to our our topic for the podcast, um, the love for self versus the love for God, and using the the prodigal son and his father, and how that we, as sons and daughters of God, we and what makes us a son or daughter of God is having His Spirit and His ways and His characteristics uh, having that love um, but we as sons and daughters we we can have so much love for self that we want to satisfy and please ourselves more so than we want to please God and we get to the point where I just want to live my life I just want to do whatever I want if I want to be wild, if I want to go as far away as possible, if I want to do this or do that, and we have so much love for self that it overrides the love for God. And God's love is greater than any love. But sometimes we have to go through experiences and different things to get our to get to the point where our eyes will come open. And sometimes it, it's hard for us to understand why things happen in our lives, but God has a, a plan. And if, if we can't see his way, then the only other teacher or the best way to get us uh, for our eyes to come open is through experience. To realize that it's nothing that we can love um, outside of God that is going to bring us uh, everlasting joy, happiness, and love, and peace. Nothing will do that. There's no human being that we can love that much that will bring us that eternal or everlasting love and joy. And we can love them to a certain point, but there's no way they can live up to uh, the expectations that we're trying to place on them that only God can fulfill. God is the only one that we can love with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and that he won't disappoint us. That does not mean that we won't have things that we have to go through, but one thing about it is that he will never leave us no matter what situation that we get in. He will always be with us. And even though the prodigal son had went out and he... Um, you know, wanted to live his own life and do things the way he wanted to do it. He didn't want to be under the father's rules. One thing about it, when he came to himself, when he came to himself and realized that I don't even know why I'm out here. I don't even know why I left the father's house in the beginning. I don't even, you know, why did I do that? 
But the thing about it is he came to himself. There had to be something within him to get to, get him to come to himself and realize that I'm going home. And that's, you know, that love for self can take you so far away from God. It could take you so far that you'll find yourself and you'll be like, man, I know. I know how I was raised. I know how God, uh, my parents, you know, made sure that I was able to receive God's word, that I would have his spirit. You know, they 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 took me to church. And sometimes that's the problem is like as kids, we're kind of made to go. But somewhere something has to happen to you that you, you know, have to come to the knowledge and be able to see that I need God for myself. And I know when I had left home and I knew God was with me, there was no doubt about that. I, I knew that. I knew his spirit was in me, but the love for self was so strong that I was like, I just want to go and live. I want to go and I, where I don't have to have anybody in my ear, not knowing that what was put in me would always be there, that it would be that reminder when I was trying to go you know, too far, it would be that reminder, don't, don't do that. You're going, you're going too far, you know, and that was my, uh, parents were, were thousands of miles away, but what was invested in me and put in me was there with me the whole time. So then the love for self is, it's, it's interesting because God knows all about the human part. And this is not something that, uh, you know, just started with us uh, human beings in this day and time. But this is something that's been going on a long time where self and, and, and a lot of times we want to put it on somebody else. If it wasn't for this person or that person, I wouldn't have did this or I wouldn't be in this situation. If it wasn't for this bad relationship, I wouldn't be in the place that I'm, I'm in or whatever. But when you really go back and check it and look at it, you can see where love for self basically superseded the love for God. And what I mean by that is that we get in places where we basically don't want to hear God and we basically lean to our own understanding and we make decisions, um, you know, based on our own uh, minds and everything. And, and, and so we, we don't even have any, we're, we're in a place where we don't even have any concern about how God feels about it or what he thinks about, you know, the decision that we're about to make or that we make. And I think about different things that, uh, different relationships. And I, I can remember that quiet voice within, you know, kind of like a, a warning light, you know, um, like on your car, you get that warning light, but you're like, oh, it's, it's nothing. It's just probably something temporary or whatever. And you ignore it until everything comes crashing down where now you're broke, broke down and everything. And you're like, dang, I should have I should have paid attention to that. But 
Um, and that's how we get in life where we ignore and God has given us the, the, the warnings and letting us know and but we we ignore it and we keep going because of love for self that it's like I want to be happy I want to be satisfied I want to enjoy myself I want to be with this person when I I know God is warning me there's something that's quite not right but I'm just I nah, know I'm just going to do it this is what I want to do and then when it all falls apart then we're kind of mad at God and everybody else uh, when it was our own fault and our own decision that we made. And, but God has to let us, you know, go down these paths because until we can see that nothing else will work, until we can see that everything that we accumulate and we feel that if I have these things and I, I have money to spend and I can go to this place and I can do these things or whatever, until we can see that everything is going down but the word of God and but God, then we'll continue to grab and reach for these things, that the things that make us sad, the thing that make us cry. And that's that's the way the prodigal son, he he had everything that he needed as long as he was in the father's house. And when I say, you know, in the father's house, I don't uh, in regards to God, what I'm saying is, is that um, we leave the father. But not literally a, 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 a house, but we leave the father's teachings and ways and guidance. We leave that when we have that love for self. And it is a constant fight, a daily fight, the love for self or the love for God versus the love for God. And it's like there's always a battle going on and it starts in the mind every day that you wake up. You know, the love for self is saying, hey, do this, do that. Let's do this. And I want to do this. I want to go here. I want to accomplish this. I want to. And then God is saying, what about me? What what are you doing for me? Are you letting your light shine? Are you letting others know about me? Are you are you withholding my standards and my principles? Are you one that others can look on and see my spirit working in you? Are you set apart? Are you you know one that you know is truly a child of God? And so that love for self versus love for God is a daily, daily, daily battle. But then how do we how do we deal with this? And, it, and I think about it, it's a, it's a um, if you think about an athlete and competing uh, in a sport and you you train. You train that you will be in a physical state and have physical skills that you might be at your best to face your opponent. And the one that is the strongest, the one that have put in the work and done everything that they needed to do, more than likely 
they will they they will win versus the one that does not put any effort into preparing and training getting their mind their body right that they may be able to face their opponent and so many times that's why self love for self always wins over love for God even though at the end love for God will always win but love for self has so many victories along the way because we're not uh, trained spiritually to resist to resist love for self to be able to say no to self when self is like you know I want to do this and when you know it's going against God's will if you don't have the strength to resist it then you will give in to it now I had just said that the love for God is at the end will win and what I mean by that is God's love if you belong to him everything that you go through will always lead you back to him you might lose some small battles but at the end if you belong to him it will lead you back. And so the love for self versus the love for God is, like I said, it's a daily, daily battle. And I, I myself have to ask God all the time to help me because my the self, uh, self wants to just when things are not going well, something is going wrong at the job or something is going wrong with personal life or with the uh, church. Or, and the first thing the, that self wants to do is just run away from everything. Just like, oh, I'm going here. I'm just, I'm going to move here. I'm going to do this or do that. And the problem with that is, is that like with the prodigal son, no matter how far you get away or how far you go, uh, when you get to that destination, guess what? You'll be there. You'll be there. And what ha ends up happening is when you get to that destination and you're there, you still are going to have problems. You're still going to have situations that you have to deal with. And they may even be worse. Than what what uh, you were dealing with before you left. And so you can't run from self. The thing about it is you got to face self and you got to deal with self on a daily basis, no matter if you're in the U.S. or you're in uh, Russia China, somewhere, it doesn't matter. As long as you are, you know, you have self, you're going to always be dealing with that part of, I just want to leave and go as far away as possible when things come up, when things are not going well in your life.
And that's that's what what the love for self will have you to do. But the love for God will have you to stand and to face uh, whatever it is you have to go through, realizing that God will always be with you. And see, self can get you into a lot of situations and everything and where you feel like different people are there for you, whatever, and you'll find out that they're not there and they won't be there. They'll be there as long as things are going good, but as soon as things are going bad, if you run out of money, if you get sick or whatever, uh, people are not going to be around long. But one thing about God, he will always be there. And he will have somebody in your life that loves loves you enough and cares enough for you that he will, he will have somebody to, to come to your aid. But when you have a love for self, it's mostly built on uh, the people that are around you are built on uh, the things that you have or what you can do for them. Um, and, you know, and when that when that runs out, uh, those people will disappear. But that battle of the love for self versus love for God, uh, there are so many adults, uh, teenagers, young people that this is this is a a common battle for us all and don't be uh you know dismayed or discouraged that you know why am i having this as a a child of god you know why do i have to constantly deal with these things this is all part of your goal of uh being able to be uh, a child of God to be uh, what he desires for you to be. It is a it is a process. And just like when you go to school and you make it all the way through um, uh, to high school and you graduate. And if you go on to go to college and you're able to graduate from college. And when you get out of college, uh, you've gone through a lot of teaching from elementary all the way up uh you've gone through a lot of of uh you know teaching and and you know learning and learning different things and now it's time to apply what you what you've been taught what you've learned and that's where the the challenge is is now what do I do with all of this what do I do with all of this? And, you know, some go on to, if they had got, uh, were able to achieve uh, uh, a degree uh, and they are able to utilize their degree in the field um, uh, or for that degree. Uh, and then there's so many others that they go on and they're not able to utilize, you know, their degree, their teaching in the field that they, you know, uh, got the degree in. Um, but then there are some that, you know, they, they got the degree and they may not be working in the field, but they're doing some things with, uh, with the, with the, uh, teaching and learning that they, they have obtained. Uh, but it's not necessarily in the field, um, that they received their, their degree. 
And then there's others who basically went through all of that and they're not doing anything. They're pretty much satisfied with working wherever and they they really don't care. And it's like if if so much has been invested in you and you've learned so much and been taught so much, then you should be at a place now where you're able to basically showcase what has what you have uh, received and to be able to share that with others um, you know what you've learned and that's where the love in regards to God the love for self we God can be invested so much in us and then we decide we we're not going to utilize it uh, for his purpose that we want to take it and go and let just just waste it and and basically be stagnant when he wants us to be actively uh, you know you know showing forth his love and uh, you know that others might you know want to have that same thing that others will be drawn to him and so that love for self can can just take you way off where you know you're so far from God you're so far from God and like I said when it comes to God if he you belong to him then there's going to be some trouble there's going to be some disappointment there's going to be some trials that you'll have to go through um, and it's all that you your eyes might come open that your love is in the wrong place, that your love needs to be for him. And I was thinking about um, Jonah and how that God had a purpose for Jonah and Jonah did not want to fulfill that purpose. He, he did not, God wanted him to go and preach in Nineveh. He did not want to go and preach in Nineveh. He basically wanted to do his own thing. He did not want to um, do that, uh, you know, task that God had for him. And so he started running and and uh, trying to get as far away from God as he could. But don't you know that you can't escape God? If God has a purpose in you, there's no place you can go. There's no place you can hide. But Jonah decided to take a journey and he got on a ship and God being who he is, God of, of everything that has power over everything, God allowed a storm to come and it that storm troubled the ship's soul that every man on the ship started to pray to their God and they found Jonah like sleep while all of this was going on and they were like why why are you sleeping you know you need to be up as well praying to your God you know uh, that this storm will pass you know that we we don't be destroyed that we don't be killed and Jonah he he knew he knew what was going on he he's like look I'm the I'm the I'm the problem. 
if you want the storm to stop, you know, just cast me overboard. And so they cast him over and he, God had a plan where he was swallowed up uh, by a big fish. And Jonah was in the belly of the of this fish for three days and three nights. And in that process, Jonah found repentance. And when he found repentance, God allowed the fish to, you know, basically spit him up on the land. And at that point, Jonah was, he, because he had the spirit of repentance, he was now ready to do God's will. And I say, say, uh, say all of that to say this is that we all, a lot of times we don't want to do God, God's will. And that's why we, that love for self will get you in that place where you don't want to do God's will. You don't want to be, you know, a pastor. You don't want to be um, a deacon or you don't want to be active in church. You just want to be the one that shows up every now and then. And if you feel like doing something, then you do it. If not, you don't do it or whatever. And God is like, look, I've been good to you. I've been good to you. I'm, I'm the one that has been keeping you. I'm the one that's been looking after your family, your children. I'm the one that make means for you to, you know, have a job and to receive money to pay your bills. I give you your health and your strength. And then when I want you to be of my use, you always are like you don't feel like it or you don't want to um, do anything when it comes to me. When I want you to let your light shine and let others know that I am a real God, that I am your joy, your peace, your happiness. I am your soundness. If I if I'm not in your life, that you would be a mental case, that you'll be in a mental home. I'm the reason that you haven't, you know, committed suicide. I'm the reason that you are still alive. If it wasn't for me, if I moved my hand, all kinds of spirits would overtake you. But I'm the one that is keeping you. And God is like, why? Why Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you have that love for me? You have love for yourself. You love yourself more than you love me. And he's like, why? Why? I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm the one that is taking care of you, looking out for you. And so then God is like, why? Why are you doing this? And he and he's like, okay, I'll I'll let you go. I'll let you let you figure it out. I'll let you see if you can make it without me. And then we find ourselves in so many situations, just as the prodigal son, we find ourselves so far away from God. We've drifted so far. We're like a ship without a sail. We just drifted, drifted so far away from God that we don't even think about it. We don't, when we wake up in the morning, we don't even pray to him. We don't say, Lord, I thank you. When we lay down at night, we don't even Say, thank you, Lord, for another day. You know, we don't even pray over our food. You know, thank you, Lord, for this food. Thank you, you know, uh, just for a roof over my head, for clothes on my back, shoes on my feet. We don't even thank him. And we get to be just like the prodigal son, so far away from God because of our love for ourselves. And God is like, I love you. I died for you. I sent my son, Jesus Christ, to die for your sins, 
to die for the sins of the whole world. That was, the whole world was under judgment. But yet I sent my son as grace and mercy to, to redeem you back to me. He, he paid an ultimate price that, that he might redeem you back to me. And now that you have an opportunity to love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you choose rather to love yourself more. And he's saying that you, you, if you're going to make it, if you're going to be able to go through the things in your life, that we're getting to a point where everything is going to fail you. Maybe there are certain things right now that you feel like you can rely on. Just like the prodigal son, he had, he had means that he was able to do things, but then he got to a point where he was uh, basically had nothing. He had nothing. He had nothing, and he was in a place where he had no one, no one else to turn to. But he came to himself and realized that I can go to my father, that I want to go to my father. And that's where we today need to realize is that the love for self will take you so far away from God. But if we can love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, if we can seek him first, in his righteousness. He said all these other things. He said he would add unto us. And he's a God. Just like many are parents. You know that. You're, there's many things that your ch your children want. But you know what's best for them. You know what they need. And so he's. he's God is our father. And he knows what's best for us. Even though there's things we desire. And, and that we want, but he knows that if, if he gives those things to us or if he allows us to obtain these things, that these things will destroy us. These things will take, him, take us far away from him. And the father knew that when he gave the prodigal son, when he gave him, you know, what was due to him, that he was going to leave. And he left and he lost everything. And so I hope that you've gotten something out of this podcast. Um, you know, the love for self versus the love for God. And our love for God should be greater, greater, greater than love for self. Because at the end, God, Jesus, will be the only one that will be there for us. There are times we have to go through things. And it seems like no, there's nobody we can talk to, nobody we can lean on, lean on or depend on. And we reach and we find we have phone conversations, we have in-person conversations. And even after that, we still are in a bad state because there's nothing they can say or do to make it better. But God, he is a constant. He will always be there. So as I am doing this podcast, I, within my heart, I'm asking God to, 
you know, always be there for me, to keep me, keep my mind. Because the love for self is, it, it can be a great power and it will have you so far away from God. It will have you doing things that you would not normally do. But if you can ask God to help you, to give you the strength, the spiritual strength, that you may be able to resist self. Because trust me, self every day it's something that it wants you to do. It's something that, it, you know, it, it wants to get you away from God. But God is the only one that we can depend on. Depend on. And the story regarding the prodigal son, he realized that at the end, the love his father had for him was much greater than the love for self. And that at the end, he had to end up going back to his father. And so today, that's what I advise you. If you find yourself as being one that has gotten so far away from God and you say, you know, you try to say that you you pray or you do this or you do that in yourself, you realize that you've gotten so far away. And today I'm saying, make up your mind. Just just make up your mind today that I am going back to the teachings and to the ways and guidance and ask God to direct you to the path where, you know, there is somebody that, you know, will direct you in the right way, that will guide you in the right way, the ways of God, that he will be the one that is, is guiding your life and, and, and leading you and that you'll be in the knowledge of, uh, you know, and that I want to please him that I want to do the thing to put a smile on his face, that I want to be his son, I want to be his daughter, one that will go and let others know that if you're looking for somebody to depend on, that you can depend on God, you can depend on Jesus, that he will never fail you, that he will always be there for you. No matter how bad things get, he will always be there. And with that, I encourage everyone to Join us for another episode of Fred Speaks. And with that, we want to say goodbye.